If you are a professional looking at the European startup scene, Germany is a place you cannot miss. Fortunately for you, there is StartupRad.io, the authority on German startups. This English-only podcast brings you fresh interviews each week. Most likely, you have never heard or read anything on these startups before in English, but you will in the future. Be ahead of the curve and subscribe to StartupRad.io podcast or check for the StartupRad.io internet radio station. Check your Alexa for the StartupRad.io skill as well. Good morning. This is Send7 World News in 7 Minutes. I'm Stephen Devincenzi. Today is Monday, the 5th of September, 2022. Starting in Asia today, Pakistan has asked for more international aid to help with the humanitarian disaster caused by floods. Pakistan's government says that more than one-third of Pakistan is now underwater, an area the size of the United Kingdom. At least 1,300 people are known to have died, and over 30 million people have been directly affected. Hundreds of thousands of livestock animals have been killed, and crops have been destroyed, and analysts say that this could cause a serious lack of food in the winter. Indonesia's government has raised the price of fuel by around 30%, as the government says that the amount it spends on subsidising fuel has tripled recently. Some analysts say that high-energy subsidies have maintained Indonesia's relatively low inflation rate, of 4.6%, lower than the current world average. Europe, G7 countries have agreed to put a price cap on oil that is bought from Russia. Canada, France, Germany, Italy, Japan, the UK, the US and the EU have agreed to making a maximum price that can be paid for Russian oil although the exact price has not yet been agreed. Although many countries are trying to reduce their imports of oil from Russia since Russia invaded Ukraine, Russia has actually increased the amount of money it makes in oil because oil prices have gone up. United Kingdom Chancellor Nadim Zahawi said that the price cap will prevent Russian President Vladimir Putin from profiting from high oil prices. One, it will prevent Putin from profiteering from the very high oil prices. And equally importantly, it will mean that we will be able to collectively protect our citizens from oil price shocks next year. In Ukraine, fighting continues along the 2,400 kilometres of front lines. Residential areas in the southern city of Mykolaiv were hit by Russian rockets yesterday, according to the governor of Mykolaiv. Ukrainian media has reported that the village of Visokapila in the southern Kherson region has been recaptured by Ukrainian forces, as well as the village of Ozern 
in the eastern Donetsk region. In Italy, Giorgia Meloni, who is likely to be the next prime minister, has said that Ukraine must win the war against Russia. Some analysts have said that Europe could become divided if a new Italian government does not continue to support Ukraine or does not want to continue sanctions on Russia. Meloni is generally considered to be a far-right politician, and her Brothers of Italy party has been criticised for being neo-fascist. Before the invasion of Ukraine, the party wanted better relations with Russia. However, since February, it has supported sending weapons to Ukraine. Most opinion polls show that a right-wing coalition will win Italy's general election on the 25th of September, and that Giorgia Meloni will become Prime Minister. In Czechia, there were large anti-government, anti-EU and anti-NATO protests yesterday. Prime Minister Peter Fiala said that the protesters were from far-right groups whose views do not represent the majority of Czech people. Africa In Ethiopia, there has been fighting between the government's army and soldiers of the Tigray region in many areas over the last week. Eritrea's army has also attacked areas of Tigray close to the border with Eritrea. Ethiopia has been in a civil war for almost two years, however a ceasefire had mostly stopped fighting for the last five months. The Ethiopian government and Tigray's government blame each other for restarting the fighting. Also in Ethiopia, Reuters news agency has reported that at least 42 people have been killed in the Oromia region, reportedly by ethnic Amara fighters. In the Democratic Republic of Congo and Zimbabwe, aid agencies are funding projects to produce edible insects. The cultivation of worms, caterpillars, beetles and other insects is hoped to be a solution to a food crisis in Africa. Americas In Argentina, tens of thousands of people have demonstrated in Buenos Aires in support of Vice President Cristina Kirchner. Kirchner, who was previously president of Argentina, seemed to survive an assassination attempt on Thursday night, close to her house. A Brazilian man who has lived in Argentina for 25 years was arrested after he held a gun to Kirchner's head. It appears that the gun would not fire. Current President Alberto Fernandes has called it the most serious attack on democracy since the end of the military dictatorship in 1983. And in the United States, a fine art competition has been won by a game designer who used artificial intelligence to create a picture. Jason Allen won the Digitally Manipulated Photography category with an image that he generated using AI. Allen said that he followed the rules of the competition. However, some artists have criticised the decision, 
saying that it could put artists out of work. That's your world news in seven minutes. A big thank you to Antonio in Brazil, Monica in Italy, and Mamiko in Thailand for becoming our newest supporters. If you'd like to support the podcast and read the transcripts of every episode, go to send7.org support. I'm Stephen Devincenzi. Have a great day and I will see you tomorrow.